Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Good evening. I want to just share with the island before we start that I've been suffering the last few days with a very, very serious cough. I went to the doctor mm-hmm. yesterday. It seems like there's some irritation on my vocal cords. And every time I cough, it irritates more. So I spent the whole day trying not to talk and trying not to cough. It has not been a pleasant day. So I'm going to do the best I can. If I'm talking softly or looking at my notes more than usual, it's because of that. But I didn't want to disappoint the Eilam, and I wanted to have the gishmak of sharing the Vretaira with you. So so I'm here, but, uh, but bear with me. Okay, so we said we're going to talk a little bit about uh, halacha, and then we'll move on to a, to some chizuk regarding Hanukkah. Okay. The Gemara and Shabbos and Bamim Adlik and Davchav Gimel Amir Aleph discusses the brachos that we make on Hadlokas Neiros Hanukkah. The Gemara says that a madlik neres Hanukkah makes three brachas, and a roya neres Hanukkah makes two brachas. The madlik neres Hanukkah says lahadlik neres Hanukkah, sha'asa nisim lavaisenu and shechayanu. And the Gemara goes on to say that we drop the shechayanu in the subsequent days, and the roya just makes a sha'asa nisim and a Shechiyonu, and in the subsequent days he too drops the Shechiyonu. He doesn't say Lahadlik Ner Shulchanika because he's not being Madlik and Ner Shulchanika. Now, this concept of a Roya, which is not so common in it is brought in Shulchan Aruch, it is relevant, but it's not, not so common just because of the way that the world is today. Um, there's a big Machleikas, Rishonim, if the din of Raya applies to someone who's traveling and he's unable to light a menorah himself, however, his wife is lighting for him. And that is a Beferisha Gemara, Madlikin Olai Begoy Beisoi, Beferisha Gemara, that that's okay. There are times that I've advised people to be Saimach on that. If I was worried that if they would light menorah, it would just end up being a very Bidiyevet, Kiyam of the Mitzvah that it's better to sometimes be saimach on the wife lighting, which even though you're not participating then in the hadlaka, but it's uh, at least it's 100% mekayim, the mitzvah, as it says in the Gemara. So there were times that there were people that had to travel for business and so on, and they were saimach at least, sometimes they tried to epis light in a hotel room or something, even though no one was there and it was very late at night or in an airport. You know, sometimes people are on an airplane, so how were they supposed to light on an airplane? So then they could be saimach on madlikin olai begoi beisai. But there's a machlekes rishonim. I'm not getting into what Rashi says because there's a there's a confusion about the Rashi. I um, I saw today that uh, the Yerachah Isanim he goes into uh, he goes into different pshatim in Rashi. But I'm going to leave that for now. But the rishonim discuss if the din of roya applies to someone who's being mekayim the mitzvah of Adlokas Ner Hanukkah, but he's just not doing it himself. So he didn't get to see the Neres Hanukkah. 
Meaning, if I'm traveling and my wife is lighting for me, do we say, she's lighting for me, I didn't see Neiros. So when I see Neiros, I'll make the bracha, Or do we say no? Or do we say that the, the bracha of Haraya is for someone who's not being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. For someone who's not being Mekayim, he's, it's, he, there's no check on his Neiros Hanukkah line. He's not being Mekayim the mitzvah, so then there's an alternative for him that he could be Mekayim the mitzvah of Raya. But if they're, if they're Madlik and Olav Begoy Beisai, so then he would not make, he would not make this bracha of, this bracha of Raya. The Rash beholds that it's Dafka if you're not being Mekayim the mitzvah at all. If the, if your wife is lighting for you, he says it is, he, he, he's very strong about it. He says it is ridiculous to say that you should make a bracha on Haraya. He says, we never heard of such a thing. I'll read you the Lashen. Your wife lit for you. You're done. You're finished. He says, there are some that say that even if they're madlik and all of b'sayich b'esah, you have to make a bracha on the re'iyah. And strong words. Now this machlaikis, the Rajba and the Rabvisa that the Rajba brings, is also a machlaikis, the Ran and the Mardchai. The Ran says, like the Rajba, that if they are lighting for you at home, there's no reason to make a Birchas Haroya. However, if, um, um, however, the Mardchai says that even if they're Madlik and Olav Bebeisai, there's still, it's still ro'oi to make a bracha on the re'iyah. So I want to make a suggestion about what the machleikas could be that causes this break between the Rajba and the Rabvisa, the Ran and the Mardchai. And it goes back to a fascinating Ran, where the Ran discusses the din of Achsanoi. And the Ran says... On the, on the Gemara that an Achsanoi, a guest, is Chayev B'ner Chanukah, the Ran has a kasha. The kasha is that the Ran understands that an Achsanoi, that the, the mitzvah of Chanukah is a mitzvah that you need to have a house in order to do the mitzvah. If you're an Achsanoi, so then you don't have a house, or you don't have access to your house. So then what does it mean that an Achsanoi is Chayev B'ner Chanukah? Says the Ran, he says the Ran Mefurash that Ner Chanukah is not like Mezuzah. Think about that. By Mezuzah, it's clear. If you don't have a house, you're not Chayav and Mezuzah. If I come to your house, that doesn't make me Chayav and Mezuzah just because I'm in a house. If I, if you, in order to be Chayav and Mezuzah, you need to have a house. Says the Ran, Hadlokas Ner Chanukah is not Doima to Mezuzah. While mezuzah is a chiv on the house, hadlokas ner Chanukah is a chiv on the person, and the way to be mekayim the mitzvah is with a house. You use a house to be mekayim the mitzvah. But the mitzvah is not a mitzvah on the house. That's what the Ran says. It's fascinating that l'chayra, Taisus is chaylik on this. There's a Taisus in Sukkah, daf mem vava men alef, Taisus di baramaschal haroya, who discusses the din of Raya and Ner Chanukah. And Taisus tries to figure out what is unique about Ner Chanukah, that it has this unique din, that if you see the mitzvah, you make a bracha. 
Like, for example, if you show up to shul without your lulav and esrig, and you see me shaking a lulav and esrig, is there a birchas haroya? There's no, there's no such a thing. I'm, this is Taisa says this about lulav. Or sukkah. You know, if you don't have your own sukkah, so when you see a sukkah, you make a bracha, no such a thing. So what is the pshat that chazal will misakein a halacha of roya? So Taisa says two perushim. Taisa says as follows. He says the first pshat is something that he calls mishum chavivos hanes, that there's an extra chavivos of the ner Hanukkah. Right? We find such a lashon in the Rishonim that, the, that it's a, there's a certain chavivos, a certain uniqueness and specialness to the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. So Mishum Chavivos Hanes, they didn't settle with, uh, with a mitzvah of just Hadlaka, but they created a Berchus HaRaya. That's one pshat. And then he says the second pshat is to help people that don't have a house. If you don't have a house, you should be able to somehow be Mekayim, the Indian of Hadlokas Ner Chanukah. So if you don't have a house, they were Mekayim that you do Berchas Haraya. That's what that's what Taisa says. What do you mean? The whole Kasha. So that can apply. So say the same thing with someone does have a little Nasser. Let's help. So someone does have a, I guess you say someone does have a house. To help them be Mekayim. So Taisa says something similar. Taisu says something similar. In terms of the other chafatzim of a mitzvah, I guess it is very, very easy to be makayim. You could do matan al and so on. But Taisus does say, I prefer the first terrace than the second. Taisus says, V'rishai nira ikr, I think he says, or nira yaiser, let me see the lashon. V'tam rishai nicha. The first reason is, is nicha, is, is, is more misyashev, because that way you won't have a kasha from mezuzah. Right? Right? Because if Taisus is right, that they provided you with an alternative to be Mekayim the Mitzvah if you don't have a house, so <coughs> so why didn't they provide someone who doesn't have a house with an alternative for the Mitzvah of Mezuzah? That if I go into Dr. Hack's house and I don't have a house, and I see his Mezuzah, that I make a bracha because I don't have a house. So says Taisus, clearly not having a house if you have a mitzvah that depends on a house, there's not a reason that Chazal would make this, this special uh, bracha. It must be this inyan, which needs its own explanation, but this inyan of mishum chavivos hanes. Now think about this. When Taisvis says, what's the kasha from mezuzah? If you hold like the ran, there's no kasha at all from mezuzah. It's so different in Hanukkah than mezuzah. By mezuzah, if you don't have a house, you don't have a mitzvah. So therefore, there's no reason to do a berachas haraya. But by ner Hanukkah, if you don't have a house, you still have the mitzvah. And you have, you're desperately looking for a house to be mekayim the mitzvah. Then it would make sense that there's a berachas haraya. So clearly, Taisvus is chaylik on the ran. And Taisvus holds that the din of ner Hanukkah is similar to the din of mezuzah. Just like by mezuzah, if you don't have a house... You're not Mekayim the Mitzvah, so too by Ner Chanukah. If you don't have the ability to be Mekayim the Mitzvah, you are not Chayiv in the Mitzvah. L'chayre, that's what comes out from this Taisvis. It comes out of very fundamental machloikis between the Ran and the Taisvis. According to the Ran, if I'm Ne'enas and I don't have a house, so I'm not being Mekayim Ner Chanukah because I'm an Oynes. I'm Chayiv, but I'm an Oynes. According to Taisvis, if I don't have a house... I'm not, ner, I'm not being Mekayim Ner Chanukah because I'm not Chayiv in Ner Chanukah. 
But not that I'm an oynus, I'm not chayev in it. That's a very different way to look at Ner Hanukkah according to the Ran and according to Teisvis. Now think about it. According to the Ran, the din of Raya would be a din, as, as we asked on Teisvis, to help out someone who's stuck without a house. To help them be Makayim, the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. Because you're an Amas, and you need Yer to Makayim, the mitzvah. So it's Mistaver that the Ran looks at the din of Raya as a solution for someone who can't be Makayim, the mitzvah. But according to Teisvis, the din of Raya is Mishum Chaviva Sanes. Which means, in addition to the din of Adlokas Ner Hanukkah, Chazal wanted to add something. There's an added nekuda. Chazal want you to see the neiros. Elo l'roisam bilvad. Chazal want you to see the neiros. If that's true, how beautiful is the machlekes? According to the Ran, itlishitasoi, that if your wife was matlik for you, you're makayim the mitzvah. The whole reason the Chazal made the mitzvah of Roya is to help you if you're an Onos and you couldn't be Mekayim the mitzvah. Well, guess what? You're not an Onos and you can be Mekayim the mitzvah. So comes along the Ran and says, or, and the Rajva, and says, no, if they're Madlikin all of Bebeisai, you do not do a Berchus Roya. But the Mordechai would hold like Teisvis that no, that Mitzad. Um, mitzad, the fact that you're an onus, no. If you can't be Makayim the mitzvah, there's no Indian of doing the mitzvah. You're not chayiv in the mitzvah. Like nobody ever walks around and says, you ever see like even the brisker yeshiva bachram, don't walk around and say, I don't have a house, could you, maybe I could be kaina dalaramas in your house, so I could be Makayim the mitzvah of mezuzah. They'll do it for their father-in-law so they can be Makayim vidikas chametz. But they won't do it so that they can be Makayim the mitzvah of mezuzah. Why? Because if you don't have a house, you're not mechayiv in the mitzvah. Could be that's true about Badika also, but we'll leave that for, for Pesach. We'll leave that possible contradiction. But in any event, the Mordechai will say, there's an extra Indian, Bishum Chaviva Sanes, that we want you to be Raya. Well, if that's true, even if I was Makayim the Mitzvah at home, but I wasn't Raya. So there's a din, Chazal want me to be Raya. So even if they were, were Makayim the Mitzvah at home, there's an Indian that I should be Raya in their Hanukkah, and her Raya in their Hanukkah, Mivarech. So far, what we said doesn't seem to affect the halacha l'maysa at all. I want to bring up another machloikas. A machloikas, a seeming machloikas. Between the Mogan Avram and the Moruk Tzir. You know what the Moruk Tzir is? Rabbi Yaakov Emden. The Moruk Tzir is a pirish on the tour from Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Mem Vav Kuf, when you see that in the Bir Halacha or different places, it's Moruk And the Machlekes is, you realize why this is the address to go to with this question, is what happens if a blind person is living at home, does he light Neiris Hanukkah? <coughs> now the Mogan Avram does say that if he has a wife, so let his wife light for him. If there are other people that could do it. He's with other people doing it, they should do it. But the Magen Avram says, Simen Tov Reish Ayin Hei, Sifkat and Dalet. The Magen Avram says that if, so, if, an, if a Suma 
does not have anyone to light for him. He's living home alone. He's, he, he should light even without anyone helping him. The Summa Chayev B'chol right? That was the Maskana. It's over Vaisa, right? A Summa is Chayev B'chol HaMitzvahs. Ay, a Summa is Potter from for Ner Havdala. He says, no. Havdala, the Pshad is that you should have Hana from the Ner. If someone's a Summa, he can't have Hana from the Ner. So he's Potter from Ner Havdala. Ner Chanukah, the Pshad is that others should see the Ner. Oh, if someone is a Summa, they could still light and others could see the Ner. Therefore, they would light, and the pashtas of the Magan Avram is that it's Bibracha. Comes along the Maruk Tzia. It's brought in the Shari Tshuva there, in Tafresh and Hey, Sifkat, and Gimel. No, 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 don't make a Bracha. Could light, but don't make a Bracha. What's the Machlaikas? So think about it. If you hold that the Din of Raya is a Din that was just there to help someone who wasn't Makayim the Mitzvah, but there's no inherent halacha in Hadlokas Neiris Chanukah of Roya. That would be the sheet of the Magen Avram. Let him light with the bracha. There's nothing wrong. He's lighting, he has a house, he's lighting. Let him light with the bracha. But if you all like the Mordechai, or like the Taisus, Mishum Chavivos Hanes, that there's a special Indian that you should see, the Ner Chanukah, so then it's possible that the Moroktziah held that being Roya the Neiris is not a second mitzvah, but being Raya the Neiris, Mishum Chavivos Hanes, is part of the Kiyah Mitzvah of Hadlokas Ner Chanukah. When they told you to be Madlik Neiris Chanukah, they wanted you to be Madlik and Raya. By the way, when I said Elo Leroisam Bovad, yeah, Yesh Lamoid Bezeh, that we say in Haneris Alolu, that Elon Arishas Leishtameshwem, Elo Leroisam Bovad, it seems to indicate. The Nusach of Haneris Halalu comes from the days of the Tanoim. It seems to indicate that there's an Indian of Raya. By the Neris that's part of the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. A Summa can't be Makayim, that part of the mitzvah. And if a Summa can't be Makayim, that part of the mitzvah. So it could be that's why the Moruk said that he shouldn't make a bracha. A few years ago, I tracked down a Moruk And the Moruk says the following words. A Summa should not make a bracha. As the Gemara says, Haroya Mubarashtaya. Huh. Sounds, it seems to indicate that he was thinking along our lines. That from the fact that there's a mitzvah of Raya, that indicates that Raya is part of the mitzvah of Ner Chanukah, and Mamela, you have to make a bracha. The Summa wouldn't make either bracha, or would only make the first bracha? No, because e- e- even the first bracha, the second bracha is a bracha that I'm making, I, I, the, the, the second bracha also applies to the Hadlaka. This is, that's, by the way, right. yeah. what, what I'm asking is, you're asking is the first bracha on the first part and the second bracha on the second part. It doesn't work that way. The mitzvah, according to this, we would say, according to the Marek we would say the mitzvah of Ner includes Hadlaka and Re'iyah. If one is Roya and wasn't Madlak, he can say, Lahadlak Ner Shal but I do want to say, this is what I was looking up in the Yerach HaIsanim. He has a beautiful, beautiful shtickle pulling apart the Din Re'iyah from the Din Hadlaka. It's not a steerer to what we're saying. It's a fascinating Haisafa. And Kedarka, it's like uh, you could just drink it up. Like, it's like the smoothest scotch, you know, that's safer. Okay, so that's the, uh, according to this, according to this, it would come out. L'chaira. The following Shaila. Let's say you were a Sfardi. So by Sfardim, Mahadrin, Mena Mahadrin, 
is that the Balabayas lights and the B'nai Bayas don't light. Now, I happen to know, Rabbi Yosef, I'm sure, could say the same because we've had Sfaradi Talmidim, that the... <coughs> The minig among the Sephardim, very often, is that they are not present when their father is lighting. In fact, it's a little bit of something that Sephardi Bacharim are missing. Very often, a Sephardi Bacharim yeshiva could go eight days without seeing a menorah. His father's lighting for him. <laughs> Interesting. But according to what we're saying, according to the Maruk according to the Taisvis, according to the Mardchai, there's makayim to say that hotenach that your father's lighting for you. That's lagavi b'din of ner ish ubeisay. The part of the halacha that's said on the bias, but <coughs> the part of the halacha that's not necessarily said on the bias. Maybe everyone should do the mitzvah of raya. Now, on this, you could argue. You could say there's one mitzvah of hadlakas ner is Hanukkah. And if according to the Sfarad, the Mahajan Manah Mahajan means that the father lights, then he has the mitzvah of Mahadlok and he has the mitzvah of Raya. But there's another case that's much closer to home. And that is, and this happens in every single house across the world, what happens if you're lighting Menorah and your wife is flipping latkes? Now your wife is Chayev in Menorah. And for us Ashkenazim, she should really be lighting her own Menorah. Why doesn't she? Because Ishtay Kegufay. She's being Mekayim the mitzvah through you. Okay, so I'm lighting. But part of the mitzvah is to be Raya. Perhaps, even though the Maisa Hadlaka she's doing through me, perhaps it would be important that she be present to be Mekayim the mitzvah of Re'iyah. Perhaps. Here also you could argue that I'm doing the mitzvah, I'm doing the whole mitzvah, even the Re'iyah. But if that were the case, then you can't really say that. Because if that were the case, then if Madlika and Olav we wouldn't say that a Raya should make the bracha. If you're going with the shita that if Madlik and Elo Bebeisai, Oroya should still do it, so what you're saying is that even if someone is Makayim for you, the mitzvah of Hadlokas Ne'er Chanukah, there's still an Indian on every individual to see Ne'er Chanukah. So that means that if you're lighting for your wife, there's still an Indian for her to see Hadlokas Ne'er Chanukah. Be gentle with her, but L'chayr, she should be there. Ishtay Gufa is smart of being mighty somebody. Well, over there it's also Ishtay. Madlik and Elo Bebeisai is his wife. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Adkan the Ha'ara. What I want to do now, it's amazing, as you get older, you start valuing less the fancy stuff and valuing more the fundamental, foundational stuff. We used to go to Ma'amara Mechayim Berlin. I'm sure, Elisha Akiva, I'm sure you remember. Rabbi would sometimes spend two hours just saying over a mimer that you could go over to a Pachadiz and read yourself. You remember that? Except that when he said it over, it wasn't exactly like reading it yourself. In fact, then you wanted to go read it yourself. I have in my notes, I'll be honest with you, I have notes on every yantif, and several of the simonim in each of my notes are straight Pachadiz. Straight. Straight. This, Dvartaira, is Mimer, this, and Sefer, this. Because I've discovered that when I go through it carefully and I try to say it in my own words, 
and I try to really understand what he's saying, and I look past the fancy linguistic uh, richness of his words, I really want to understand it in a way that I, I can hold it and I can do something with it. So I want to do that now. Now the truth is that I do have up my sleeve a very fancy hemshech to this Pachad Yitzchak. I don't think I'm going to have time or kayach to say it tonight. Perhaps, those of us that have this chus to spend Shabbos together, perhaps on Lel Shabbos, we're going to have, Hashem, we're going to have an oinig, Lel Shabbos, maybe we'll be mamshech the conversation then. So consider this part one of the conversation, but I want to say over one of the most classic ma'amorim in Pachad Yitzchak of Hanukkah, and that is Maimur Bez, Pachad Yitzchak of Hanukkah. And that's what I've been working on. I think I'm starting to maybe have some understanding of it. The Pachad Yitzchak begins <coughs> with examining the contrast between the Nusach of Alanisim of Hanukkah and the Nusach of Alanisim of Purim. And if you think about it, it's a very smart thing to do. Because if you want to understand what's boiled about a yantif, you want to see when two things are similar, you want to see what's different. So he notices the following. He notices that in the story of the Alanisim of, of Purim, both of them start Alanisim Ve'ala Purkan, and both of them tell a story. In the Purim story, so it says, and so on and so forth. And so on, the whole story. The story ends, I think it says, That's the end of the story. So the end of Alanisim ends with the end of the story. It doesn't say... <coughs> <coughs> doesn't say in the Alanisim, it doesn't say that they made a yantif of Purim. That's kind of obvious. You're saying Alanisim on Purim. It doesn't tell the story that they made a yantif of Purim. So that's, that's number one. However, when you look at the Alanisim of Hanukkah, it's very different. The Alanisim of Hanukkah says, it's upstairs, Alicia. The Alanisim of Hanukkah says um, the whole story. Until the end of the story. Where does the story end? But then it adds some information. It says, And they made a yantif. Why the difference? Why is it that by Purim, it just says the story without saying, and they made a yantif. But by Hanukkah, it says the story. And then it says, and they made a yantif. It's a very, very valid question. And right away he answers the question. Because the question that the Mimer is based on is not the answer to this question, which was obvious to him. It's the why on the answer to this question. But the answer, he says, is something that threw me for a loop, by the way, when I saw it. I don't know why it took me so many years to realize this. And I don't know why it took me so many times through the Mimer to realize that that's what he's saying. Um, but since then I've seen it in other swarms. Here, Moshe Shapiro has a whole Mimer about this as well. He says the only yantif of all the Yom Taivim of the year, that there is lehedya a chiv of Haida'ah is Chanukah. You hear that? Although we have Pesach, there's a chiv of Sipur, Pirsum, Shira, Halel, but it doesn't say Haida'ah. You have Purim, you also have a chiv of Persume Nisa, okay, we don't say Halel, 
But we don't say the word in the Megillah. It doesn't say anywhere. Shavuos, we have the, the Kabbalah Satayra, the Simcha of Kabbalah Satayra. But we don't, and certainly we're full of Hakar Satayv. But an instruction that one of the ingredients of this Yantav is is giving thanks, you do not have. So this, the mimer that he says, which I'm going to say briefly, the mimer that he says is an attempt to explain what is unique about Hanukkah, that it alone has this chiv of haydah. So let's jump into it. He says like this. This week's parsha, this past week's parsha, we saw that Yaakov Avinu was zeicha to the shame Yisrael. Right, Yaakov Avinu, whatever that means. Yaakov adds the name Yisrael. What is the addition of the name Yisrael? So Rashi says twice in Parshas Vayishlach that the addition of the name Yisrael is Esav being moida to Yaakov that the brachas are his. It's a haidah. Haidah that the brachas are his. The Rashi, the first Rashi is when Yaakov Avinu was fighting with the Malach and he tells the Malach to bench him and the Malach says, Le'yikari o'yichimcha, says Rashi, Kan hoide lo'yala brachas. And the second Rashi is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually tells him that his name is Yisrael, that Rashi explains that the word Yaakov sounds like trickery, right? Uh, it sounds like a... Uh, like like akmimos, like with crookedness, and the word Yisrael is like a lashon of sar, lashon of sorus. So that, in other words, that this that you have the bracha was not a sly trick, but the brachas are actually belong to you; they're yours. So the shame Yisrael came to the shame Yisrael came to Klal Yisrael through a hayda, through the the a hayda of Esav to Yaakov that the brachas are his. What happened that caused that hayda? So it's important to know. We know that what, what happened that caused the Haidah is the fight between Esav and Yaakov. Between Esav and... Uh, between Yaakov and Sarai Shal Esav. Right? That incident from all of the Nesiyanis of, of Yaakov through Beisai Shal and through all of the Ma'avakim with Yaakov and all the Nesiyanis with Esav, excuse me, the, the Nekuda that caused that flip of Haidalaya Labrachis was Dafka, the Maisa of the Melchama with Sarish of Esav. Okay, why? What is it about the the Melchama with Sarish al Esav that lends itself towards getting this name Yisrael, this Haida al Abrachis, more than any other struggle that Yaakov had? So the Pshat is that if you look at the struggles that Yaakov had, certainly the fight with Sarai Shal Esav <coughs> is the most panemiastic fight. Right? It's a fight on a ruchniastic plane. It has no physical explanation. Right? It's a fight on a ruchniastic plane. So... While all the other things, of course, are representative of huge spiritual concepts, but they also played out in a certain very physical way. Lavan, the fight with Lavan, Lavan chasing him, 
Esav, Arbameus Ish, Vayinashe Kloi, Vayachatz, all these things are things that happen on the ground. Masha Enkin, when it came to this fight of the, the, the fight between Yaakov and Soresh al Esav, it was something that took place where Yaakov, so to speak, I think you'll agree with me, stepped away from the physical world and he stepped further Pnimi, inward, into an Olam Ruchni and he fought a spiritual battle. Now we know that every single thing that happened in the lives of the Avais are simonim of the different events that would play out in the lives of their children. Maisa Avais, Simon Lubana. And every single thing. You know, if you if you want to if you want to have the the best time, um, to get a there's a there's a sefer called Neflois Mitzrayas Hashem Yisbarach. It's a literally a delicious sefer, and the sefer goes through the Maisa of a Simon Lebanim in ways that will blow your mind. He's medayik in psukim like dikdukim, incredible pratim, and he shows how they played out years later in the lives of Klal Yisrael. So the entire journey of the Avais from Avram through Yitzchak through Yaakov was a Simon Lebanim. And each thing that happened, each interaction between Yaakov and Esav plays out through our Goliaths, through history. So if we were going to look at this interaction between Yaakov and the Sar Shal Esav, which interaction between us and Umay Sa'ilam would be represented by this stepping into a Pneumiastika world? Think about it. The Nisayan that the Behe'avek Ish Imai, Behe'avek Ish Imai represents would be the most Pneumiastika Nisayan. Right? While other Nisayanists maybe are more external, what would we look for to find the source, the Simon Lebanim of the fight between Yaakov and the Malach? We will look for the most Pneumiastika fight. <coughs> and we know what that is. We know that every other struggle in history, Haman, Hamas, you know, we know that every other struggle in history was a struggle of Lahashmed Laharagula Abed is They wanted the Jews dead. It was a fight against the entire Jew, external and internal. Chitzaini and Pnimi. There was a fight against the Jew. Shani Gzeiras Hashmad. When it came to the Gzeiras of Shmad, which took place starting from Malchus Yavon until even in, in our Golas, through the Crusades and so on, Shani Gzeiras Hashmad, that there was no threat, Chitzaini is like a threat. The entire threat was an internal threat. So look at the parallel. Look at the parallel. I think this is the pshat in the Pachad Yitzchak. Look at the parallel. The, the most internal, panemiastic struggle is going to correspond to the, in our history to the most internal, panemiastic struggle. And the struggle with Yavon was an internal, panemiastic struggle. It was no physical, there was no physical threat. The Yavonim weren't saying, we're going to kill you. The Yavonim was saying, just be like us and you'll be fine. So it was a struggle about our essence. It was a struggle uniquely about who we are, our shame Yisrael. That's why the threat of Vayeovek Ish Imai, which is a threat to the core of what it means to be a Jew. You could live like a guy, I'll leave you alone. 
I'm just fighting with what it means to be a Jew. That is the, that is the struggle here. With what it means to be a Yid, that's why the result of that is that Yaakov is given the Shem Yisrael, and Esau says, okay, you know, you're Zaycha, I'm, I'm asking that you're here, that you're the one that's Bishvil Yisrael Shanikra Rashis. You're the one that's the Tachla Sabriya. Okay, so then we'll get back to this in a minute. But here, Rav Huntner pulls out one of his uh, very, very famous um, explanations of two similar words in Lashon Kaidesh, two similar concepts in Lashon Kaidesh. Because our goal is to understand the concept of Haida'a, but don't be confused. This that ya, that Esav was moida ala brachas doesn't mean he doesn't mean he thanked us for the brachas. It means he admitted, he acknowledged that we have the brachas. Our mitzvah of haida is not acknowledging; it's thanking. It's to thank. It happens to be that the word moida serves both both purposes. I'm moida to you, and I want to thank you. And if you tell me I owe you money, I could be moida. I'm not, but I could be moida to you. I could be moida. I could admit. I could acknowledge. Those are two separate words. Says Rafutner, of course, as we know, that the Lashon HaKadosh won't have two words, unlike other languages. It won't have two words that are just completely separate meanings that have nothing to do with each other. So he explains as follows. He explains that every thanks in the world is an acknowledgement of something that you didn't want to admit. And that is that every human being wired into the core of a human being is that we want to be independent. And we want to do things ourselves. Right? You see it growing up. You see it when you, in your kids when as they start growing up at a certain point. I can do it myself. You want to help your child? And that's, that's a very, very good thing when that happens. Sometimes it's very obnoxious and sometimes it's very frustrating. But when your son starts screaming, I can do it myself. Don't help me. Right? That happens at a certain stage. Don't help me. I can do it myself. That is a certain wiring in the, in the Tzuras Adam that's expressing itself, which is the Ratzayn not to be dependent on others. I want to be independent. I don't want to be dependent on others. When I thank you, it's not just a thanks, it's an admission. I was dependent on you. I needed you. So thanks, every thanks, comes along with it in its, in its depth, a certain admission, a certain, a certain acknowledgement. And then he says, and this is really where our Avaidah on Hanukkah starts to, starts to concretize, and then he says, huh, when it comes to thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the most of all like that. Because we have a certain rebellious streak inside of us that we don't want to acknowledge how dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu we are. We want to say, yadi. I did this myself. We, we are that little child telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I can do it myself. We have a hard time our, we have a hard time acknowledging that we are zero. We have nothing without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We are zero. We're Ephes. We're zero without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have a hard time acknowledging that. When we say Moedim, we're going through an Avedah of acknowledging that we are nothing without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That we're dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Rav Huttner says as follows. If the Ness of Hanukkah 
represents the success of the struggle against Shmad. So what moment is that in the world of Yaakov Avinu? That's the moment of Ayar Kilo Yachaloi. Right? When, when the Hashmanoyim, a Moiser Nefesh, al Kiddush Hashem, Saroy Shal Esav says of Ayar Kilo Yachaloi, I'm trying to pull them in their Pneumias, I'm trying to make them into Misyavnim, but they're hanging on, Vayar Kilo Yachaloi, I can't do it. And at that moment, what does Vayarki Layochaloi trigger? We recognize your role in the Bria. We recognize that you're special. Like, for example, I was thinking about this today. Chazal say, Asidim Loimar Anu Yisrael. Right? It's true today, right? Because they, they have our Bible and, they, and they, they think it's theirs. You know, I, 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 I think I, 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 I shared with the boys on Friday night that I got this letter. I told you about this. I got this letter from, uh, on October 10th. I got, October 10th, I think, I got this letter from the uh, Baptist Church of Waterbury signed by two pastors telling me that they side with Israel and they're there for us and they support us. A beautiful letter full of marmakaymas from Tanakh. Full of marmakaymas. Like I told the boys, it's like a sheer klali. Full of marmakaymas. Of course, there was tremendous um, wrong shat in the marmakaymas. A lot of the marmakaymas. But, but full of armakaimus, from Genesis to Ezekiel and everything in between. And I asked Rishlai Mahaliwa if I should write them back. And he said I should. And he said, if you want, I'll send you the letter. He said that I should end off saying, just to stand up, that, that, I'm, that we don't have the same belief, I should end off praying something, he said, I'm not telling you what to write, but something to the one almighty God. Because that's a point of difference between us and Christianity. The one he, he he was so proud of himself that he like the one Almighty God. So I did that. I wrote them a beautiful letter. Beautiful. If anybody wants it, I'll, I'll be happy to forward it to you. I have it's on my phone. A beautiful letter. And I ended off that we sh- I, I'm going to end with a prayer to the one Almighty God that He should protect us and everything, and we should be able to bring peace to the world. It was a very very good letter. But there's one nafkamina between my letter and their letter. You know how many marmakaimis were in my letter? Zero. You know why? Because it's not your Torah. It's my Torah. And I'm not sitting here and sharing the Torah with you. I'll be very nice to you. I'm very grateful to you. Thank you for the support. But it's not your Torah. Don't sit here t- telling me uh, a, a drusha on the Atta Tishufenu Akev, some kind of drusha with the head Hebrew on the bottom. So I should hop the vart that they were trying to say. Don't do that. I'm not interested. I said to Rav Shlaim, I have the letter with me if the Roshiva wants to see it. He said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't want to see it. I see the Mumas Oilam Laimar Anu Yisro. This Nitzachin is the opposite of that. The Nitzachin of, no, be like us, be like us, be like us. No, we're Moise Nefesh. We're Moise Nefesh. We're not like you. We're not like you. Vayarki Leyochaloi is an acknowledgement. You're Yisrael. We're not Yisrael. You're Klal Yisrael. Haidalai Allah Brachais. You're the ones. Bishul Yisrael, Shanik Horatius. That's the Nakuda here. Says Rav if we're getting a Haida'a, it's our job to bring it back to its Shirish. If we're getting an admission that it's us, is it us? No, it's what we received from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So part, wired in to the dinam of the Yantif is that we should be Isaac in Haida'ah.
I want to point out something about the Hanukkah that we're about to go into. I'm very, 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 very concerned about this Hanukkah. And Tamidi Chachamim and B'nai Torah are going to be very tongue-tied about what I'm about to talk about, but I'm sitting among friends, so I feel comfortable talking about it. They're going to be very tongue-tied because when they say what I'm about to say, it could be perceived as jumping into political or even ashkafic conversations that are not the intention. I'm going to give you a muscle of what I want to say, the danger of this Hanukkah. And of course I'm talking about the fact that we are going to be spending eight days talking about a Malchama from between Klal Yisrael and Umay Sa'ilam while the state of Israel is engaged in a war for the survival of Eretz Yisrael. A war that we support. But yet, I believe that it's going to provide a certain tishtosh hakav, a certain confusion. It's going to give a certain confusion. We have to be very careful with our children. It's going to create a confusion in the world that we need to be aware of before Hanukkah starts. I'll give you an example. Today I wasn't feeling well. I stayed home from yeshiva today. I'm supposed to be on a on a training tomorrow um, to take part in a training. I'm like the rav of the training that Turo University is doing in collaboration with a certain mahalach that Duke University has to bring a mahalach of stopping smoking to the Frum community, which I'm I'm, I'm pro stopping smoking. It's very dangerous, <coughs> and although. It wasn't the first thing on my mind that I wanted to engage in, but since I am so machshev the Indian, and I was asked to participate in that, so I did that. And this morning, I recorded, as if live, but it really was recorded before because I was afraid of the cough, I recorded my presentation, a half-hour presentation, about the Torah view to smoking. That was the only words I spoke him out the whole day. That half hour. It was not an easy half hour to get through, but that's what I spoke today. The rest of the day was spent trying to learn, trying to rest, and seeing what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, because I was home. And because of that, I had the opportunity, I don't know if that's the right word, to listen to Prime Minister Netanyahu speak today to the citizens of Israel. And he spoke a lot about Hanukkah. And he said, just like then, the Maccabim were warriors that were fighting for Klal Yisrael, so do today. Our fighters of present-day Maccabim that are fighting for the eternity of Klal Yisrael. And you know when he said it? It felt exciting. And not just did it feel exciting, there's an element, and this is the part that could be so abused when I'm, what, you know, this type of thing. That's why I'm sitting among friends. I know it's recording, but I dive into Hashem that it shouldn't be misunderstood. But sitting among friends, yes, there are Yidin fighting against Goyen for the protection of Klal Yisrael. Hashem should be with them. In our shul, we daven for them three times a day. On Shabbos, we say a special Misha Beirach for them. They're on our minds and hearts constantly. Not only that, there are Bnei Torah they are fighting. There are Lame Day Torah they are fighting. There are people that know the score that are fighting. And certainly our hearts are with them. And we're fighting in spirit along with them. But we have to be so careful. Because I also heard in Netanyahu's speech, loud and clear, 
He didn't say these words, but he could have. We will win. Our victory is assured. I am sure that we will win. Yeah, you're sure that we will win? Because it doesn't depend on you. It depends, hopefully, HaKadosh Baruch Hu willed it. And it's true. But you, Mr. Netanyahu, have no idea. Why are you saying you're so sure? See, he said why he's saying it. Because he said in every area of battle, our forces are superior to those of Hamas. What does that sound like to you? We are stronger. We are better warriors. No longer do we live in the generation of Giboyrim biyad Chalashim. Oh, we live in the generation of Chalashim biyad Giboyrim. That's what he said. And the Zionist dream, of this, the, I shouldn't say the Zionist dream, I should say the secular Zionist dream, of the Jew sitting like all the nations of the world, you know, the never again people, there's a certain sense that the Jews have taken their place in this world. And in 1939, we didn't have machine guns. So what happened, happened. But in 2023, we have machine guns, so we control our destiny now. That has been said Mufurish by the defense minister. Mufurish, I'm quoting. That is not the Maccabim, excuse me. You're good people. Thank you for fighting for us. And I'm not saying this to be polite. Thank you for fighting for us. We owe you our lives. When I was in Eretz Yisrael two weeks ago, I thanked every soldier that I saw. And I felt, I felt like hugging every soldier that I saw. I have such a chavivus for them. They're putting their lives in danger for Achayim B'nai Yisrael. Unbelievable. They, they, they report that when Israeli soldiers are injured, they get flown to a hospital. The first thing they say when they open their eyes is, when can I get back to the war? That's how strongly they're fighting. I'm there. I'm with them. Can I be clear? I'm with them. I'm davening for them. I want them to win. I want them to blow Hamas to smithereens. I want them to bring security to Klal Yisrael. That's what I want, and I'm davening for them, and they are doing the shlichas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But they are not the Hashemay Noim if you listen to the way that their leaders are speaking. And if we do this, I've been seeing, unfortunately, I have WhatsApp, so I've been seeing, even though all of my statuses are muted, but when I'm really not feeling well, I unmute them sometimes, and I check what's going on in some people's statuses, and people are there being machazik, the soldiers, and it's so important to be machazik, the soldiers. I'm there. I felt it when I was there. Yes, it's so important. But be careful that it's not becoming Avaidazara. They are not our saviors. They are also Yidin. And we daven for them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our savior. Can you see how confusing this Hanukkah is going to be? This Hanukkah is going to be confusing in the not religious world, but it's always confusing in the not religious world. It's going to be confusing in almost the entire from world, except in the heart of the yeshivas. But people like us, who are out in the world, but understand what it means, Haidalei ala brachis, that Haidalei ala brachis happened because Vayarki lo because I'm not like you. That is the aside of the Nes of Hanukkah. I'm not like you. I stand apart. I depend on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We're not like the nations of the world because we know that none of this matters, that all that matters is the Ratz and Hashem. Th- that part of our Hashkafa is at risk this Hanukkah. 
I'm fearful for us. I'm fearful for tens of thousands of high school students all over America. I'm fearful. I was at the rally. I was at the rally. And I'm fearful for every single boy and girl that I saw at that rally. I'm fearful for them. I'm fearful that they are going to lose sight of the very thing that fueled the nace of Hanukkah on Hanukkah and Loyalenu because of Hanukkah. What's there to do about it? The only thing I could think of that you and I can do is to work on ourselves. To make very, very, very clear to ourselves what it means to be one of the Hashmanayim. What it means to be the Makabim of Bayamim Hahem. What that means. You know, this is the old mistake that the uh, Israeli <coughs> secular picture of the Maccabim of then, or these big muscular, you know, children of Matisio, you know, walking around like arrows pinging off them, you know, like these, you know, you see all the muscles, you know, it looks like, I don't want to start saying my, my education is, you know, in Marvel Comics, but, but you know, it looks like, you know, some kind of a superhero story. And that's not what they looked like. You know what the Hashemunayim looked like? They looked like Rabbi Bernstein. Okay? They looked like Rabbi Krohn. They looked like Rabbi Pearl. They were B'nai Torah who were sitting and learning Tyra, who were Isaac about Tyra, who were Dovok and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and stood up to heed the call of their father who told them it's time to be Leicha Milchama. Like we will do when we are called. But they were not this image that's going to be thrust upon us, that's going to be, that's going to be jammed down our throats this Hanukkah. You're going to see it. You're going to see it by your Hanukkah parties. You're going to see it on the news. You're going to see it in speeches. You may even hear it from people that should know better because it's so unbelievably confusing. So let's be mechazek ourselves. Oh boy, am I going to regret that I talked so much. But I, 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 had to, I had to express this. Let's be mechazek ourselves. This is the time of Ayarki Layachale. This is the time of our stubborn, stubborn, grip on the emuna of Klal Yisrael in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and in our mission. And there is no way that we're going to allow Hanukkah itself to take away from the Vayarki Layachaloi. Let's work on our own Hevdel Ben Yisrael La'amim, our own uniqueness, our pride in our uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And when we daven for the soldiers, let's think to ourselves that we're davening for them because our tefillas is exactly the thing that's going to be Mashiach. Be'ezer Hashem, Yashkoyach. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClemus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org